Hey friend, now that we're a few weeks into fall, do you find yourself saying there's never enough time for all those things you said you were going to do? I'm hearing over and over again from women that someone else always seems to need you and something else always seems to come up. Is that you too? I hear you and I feel you, my friend, because when you leave where your time goes up to chance, because you're either winging it or it's in the hands of others because you're just reacting to one demand after another, it's easy to feel a little scattered, a lot distracted and very overwhelmed, but it doesn't have to be that way. That is if you have a plan for your time, because like they say, those who fail to plan plan to fail. Now, I know there's no such thing as a perfect plan or the perfect day or week for that matter, but I guarantee you'll have way more time for what you want than if you go into it with no plan at all. So listen in to today's episode as I share 10 tips to tame your time by building a calendar management routine, one that keeps your day and week running smoothly. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, Make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Okay, since we're diving into your calendar today, let me ask you, Does your day feel like a whirlwind of endless tasks, a constant juggling act of all the things, or an unrelenting marathon of responsibilities? Do you find yourself saying there's never enough time, I don't have the time, or one day I'll have the time? Do you feel like there's constantly someone or something crying out for your time and attention? I know we've been working together on this podcast to think about your time with faith as a foundation and make better use of it God's way. So that way, you can focus on what he's called you to and stop getting distracted by less important things all around you. But if you're struggling with how to take these truths and tools and actually apply them to your calendar and get off the crazy busy cycle, then I want to get together with you and let's do a personalized schedule shaping strategy session. In one hour, you'll walk away with an honest assessment of where your time is being wasted a clear vision of where you want to invest it in what matters and an ideal weekly time template to actually follow through on the daily. You'll start to see what's hijacking those minutes that add up to hours of wasted time each day. So that way you can get it back and not feel so busy, out of balance and only half present. Does that sound like something you need? 
Head right now to redeemhertime.com forward slash session and book your session today. Because here's the thing, whether you call yourself a planner or not, you actually are. Because not having a plan for your time is your plan. And how is that working for you? Probably not so good. At least not for very long. No wonder you feel like you're constantly on the go, but getting nowhere. Back on episode 167, we talked about order. Do you remember that? And we used the analogy of a factory. If that factory owner wants to produce a certain product, they don't just throw a bunch of people, tools, and parts into a room. They create a system that takes the product from the very first step down the line to the final outcome where it's boxed up and shipped out to where it's needed. But without a system, that factory owner would be wasting a lot of time money, energy, and sanity, and so would everyone around them. So a wise owner designs a system of routines to ensure that each part of the process happens to get to the end result, AKA a finished product. And when one part of the process slows down or stops working, he pauses to identify the problem or need, evaluate why it's happening, lay out the steps to fix or improve it, and then implement the plan. And now, He has a system that's running smoothly again, and one that is purposeful. The same is true in our lives, especially around our time. If we just say yes to all the things without a plan and pray it works out, it will only lead to friction and breakdown. But when we have a routine to order our minutes, our hours, our days, our weeks, and our months, we will see growth that produces a with God life for his glory. May our hearts be like the psalmist in Psalm 90, verse 12, who says, Teach us to use wisely all the time we have. We've talked about this wisely thing before, right? That means we need to intentionally take our time to him to, as they say, get under the hood, and then walk with him to make the best use of it. In other words, get into our hearts and then into our calendars. And in case you wondered, Just leaving your time up to chance or your great memory isn't going to make it run smoothly or produce the intended outcome. But do you know what does? A good calendar management routine. Now, that's what I call the big daddy routine. The one that keeps your time running smoothly so you can fully show up and get the outcome you want in every other area. And ultimately, to be present with what matters and what he's called you to and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So today I want to share with you 10 tips to help you create and maintain a successful calendar management routine. Are you ready to take notes? Number one, first you need to choose a digital or physical calendar. Now I will leave that decision up to you as to which you prefer. You can use a digital calendar app, a physical planner, or hybrid. Let me quick walk you through the three and what my thoughts are. First, a digital app. The positive part about this is it synchronizes devices and people, AKA your hubby, your family, your team, your clients. But sometimes I find it makes it hard to see how everything flows together when you're just scrolling up and down. So the second option is a paper planner. Now I will raise my hand and admit that I am old school but there's something about writing in your own handwriting that helps you to think through the interactions and your intentions. And I love that with a paper planner, 
you can easily see the flow of the week at a glance. But then of course, there's the hybrid, which is actually what I do. I recommend using a digital app for what others need to know or what you need to know about their schedules. And then block off the commitments on your paper planner and lay out your time blocks and where you're going to focus. Number two, set clear objectives. Well, maybe this one should have been number one, but either way, it's here at number two. You have to make sure you define your goals and your priorities. What is your with God vision? Where do you see yourself one, three, five, 50 years from now? What will your 100 year old self want to say to you today? And then what will you do today to move towards that? Because my friend, when we start planning and living today in light of that day, we will be there one day and often sooner than you think. Number three, set time blocks. You've heard me talking about these, right? The two plus three method and laying out your ideal weekly template. So let me give you a quick rundown in case you didn't hear that episode during the challenge. First and always first are the morning and evening refills. What are those times that you are going to intentionally focus on filling your body, your mind, and your spirit? Maybe that has to do with getting in the word or prayer. Maybe it's reading a book that's helping you to grow or journaling. Maybe it's moving your body well, or making sure that you get some healthy breakfast or getting ready for the day or unwinding from it. The key is you can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to refill before you can pour out. Speaking of those pour outs in the middle of those two refills are the three pour outs. Your AM pour out is when you focus on your family and the household needs that need to happen before the day gets going. And I want you to really ask yourself, how is this going to help me with what is ahead of me today? That means there's probably not space for social media or candy crush. Then next we have our daytime pour outs. What is the work or service that God has given you to do? Whether it's paid or unpaid, we want to show up fully and give it our full attention, AKA no multitasking my friend, because no, no one and nothing gets the best of you. And then, it's back to our PM pour out where our family and our household has come back together again after a long day. And we're paying attention to what we need to do to finish the day. Well, probably if you have kids, it's going to involve some homework routines, dinner, and getting them to bed. What I love about this process is that when you are intentional about where your time is going in the different parts of your day, then you can fully focus on what matters and that what's right in front of you. Number four, establish daily and weekly habits and routines. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. If there are things you could or should be doing that are reoccurring, they should not go on your to-do list. Okay. Don't try to remember to do these things, especially if it's something that's only happening weekly or monthly, or even more less often than that, like seasonally or annually. So the first step here is to identify those tasks. Maybe it's meal planning and shopping. Maybe it's bill paying and checking in with your budget. There could be all kinds of different things that need to happen on a reoccurring basis. So once you determine what they are next, determine their frequency. Is this something that needs to happen daily or weekly, or is this more, uh, more or less often like monthly, seasonally, and annually, whatever it is, assign that habit or routine to a day and a time block, and then 
be consistent, and don't forget to do your routine maintenance. Number five, you want to prioritize your tasks because here's the truth. Not everything matters, not everything matters equally, and not everything matters right now. So for those things that do matter now, I encourage you to have some kind of a way that you identify what value they have. Maybe you just want to use a one, two, or a three, or you could do one star, two star, three stars, or maybe you want to use highlighters and use a different color for must do, should do, or could do. What's important is that your eye is going to the things that really truly matter most. And if you find that something's been on there for a while and not getting your attention, it's a great time to evaluate whether or not it should even be there at all. And then what about those things that are not for right now? Well, those are the things we talk about where we delay it, not procrastinate, right? Because it doesn't have a place right now, but we intentionally put it into a day in time in the future when we are going to revisit it and reevaluate it. Number six, set realistic timeframes. I want you to be realistic about how long things actually take. Sometimes we overestimate, but oftentimes we underestimate. You might want to start timing how long tasks take you, so that way you know how much time to give them. And let me give you a pro tip. Be sure that you schedule in some white space and transitions, because that provides a buffer for those unexpected things or the delays that inadequately happen. Number seven, practice the time management techniques we talk around here, right? We want to make sure we use the best, make the best use of our time. So use things like the Pomodoro method, where you're looking at 25 minute blocks with a break to move, hydrate, and look in the distance before you go back and focus on the next thing. Or you've heard me talk a lot about the one thing focusing question. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And of course, turn off those notifications, close those tabs and those windows and turn off those screens. Number eight, use reminders and alerts. They say that an elephant never forgets, but I'm here to tell you busy women do. So make sure that you preview the day or the week before it starts. So that way you're not surprised. And then use an alarm or reminders especially on your phone to keep you on track and help you pay attention to the time and where you're supposed to be showing up. Now, my pro tip, set those reminders about 10 or 15 minutes ahead of when you need to show up somewhere. That way you can start getting ready. Number eight, review and adjust your plan regularly. This is where it's really important that weekly or monthly, you are looking back, looking ahead and making adjustments because guess what? You may have made a plan, but there may have been some things that happened that changed some of that. And be sure when you do these, that you do some check-ins and ask the question, does this align with my with God vision and priorities? And am I on track with my with God plans? Don't worry if you don't know what those are. We talk about those inside here, here on the Redeem Her Time podcast, as well as inside the Redeem Her Time coaching program. And number 10, I save the best for last, delegate and say no. Why? Because not everything is yours to do. So here's the first question you ask yourself. What's on your list or on your plan that you are not the only person who can do that? That my friend is something you can hand off. Maybe it's a cleaning task. 
Maybe it's an errand. Maybe it's a bill that needs to be paid or something that needs to be taken care of. Who has the time and maybe the ability to do something like that? And then always ask, what is not yours to even take on in the first place? Often there are things in our plate that are not aligned with our goals or really low priorities. So consider just saying no in the first place or graciously saying no now. So that way you can avoid overloading your calendar unnecessarily. So there you go. 10 tips to build your personal calendar management routine to keep your time flowing. Want a quick review? Here we go. Number one, choose a digital or physical calendar. Number two, set clear objectives. Number three, set time blocks. Number four, establish your daily and weekly habits and routines. Number five, prioritize tasks. Number six, set realistic timeframes. Seven, practice time management techniques. Eight, use those reminders and alerts. Nine, review and adjust your plan regularly. And 10, delegate and say no. Now, my friend, it's your turn. And as you apply these to your time and calendar, keep in mind what the factory owner does when something is slowing or breaking down in their system. First, identify the problems or needs. Look at your time right now. Where are you feeling scattered or stretched or stressed? What do you find over and over again you are not finding time for? Second, determine why the problem is happening. Why is there friction or frustration in the first place? What is the real issue? And I want you to keep digging deep. I want you to keep asking why until you get down to the source, which is probably your heart. Then you can start laying out the steps. What will trigger or start this routine in your calendar? And then what are the steps that you'll follow to get to your desired outcome? For example, if you're working on getting your time in place and getting that routine flowing, the first thing you might want to do is to sync your calendars, then block off your commitments, plan in your foundation habits and routines, and then put that root calendar where you can see it and refer to it often. And last, of course, is implement it, AKA just do it. Here's where we're testing and tweaking and making sure that it feels the way that we want it to and that God has called us to. I want you to remember, your calendar is just a tool. It's a way to show you what you truly value and to help you give your best time and attention to what you say matters. Your calendar will and should change over time because it's going to reflect your current needs and priorities in the season that you are in. So feel free to experiment with different techniques and tools until you find a calendar management routine that works best for you. And don't forget, consistency and adaptability are key to sustained growth. And so is input from a time management expert, who is all, which is always good. Wink, wink. Want some support in creating your calendar management routine and your ideal weekly time template? Then grab your one hour schedule shaping strategy session at redeemhertime.com forward slash session. And let's get your time flowing like a well-oiled machine together. Here's today's community question. Which of the 10 tips we covered today was most helpful or a good reminder for you? In case you're multitasking, I'll list them inside the group to make it easy for you. And if you're not a member yet, go grab the link in the show notes or go to redeemhertime.com forward slash community. Then come inside and share which one and how you are going to use it to create a system with those great 
calendar management routines to manage and make the best use of your time. Ah, the truth that we shared today from God's word is the same for all of us, no matter what season we're in. Just like Psalm 90 verse 12 said, we must seek his wisdom to teach us to use wisely all the time we have. So let's pause to seek him before we look at our calendars. Dear Father, we just come before you. We acknowledge the fact that our time is a gift from you and we thank you for it. Forgive us for complaining about feeling like we never have enough of it. God, help us to see our hearts and what they truly reflect in our calendars, as well as how and where we are giving our precious time away to less important things. God, I pray that you'll give us insight. I pray you'll give us intention And I pray that you will give us attention to what it is that you have called us to in this season and in light of eternity. And God, I thank you that you don't leave us alone. You promise to give us wisdom and direction and to give us others to help guide us along the way. So as we look into our calendars today, Lord, and as we make the best use of our time, I pray that it would be honoring to you and a blessing to all those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend. I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.